So what's poppin' peons? It is your girl, Sunshine. And today, you guys, I want to talk about emotional intelligence in our black women. And I know some of y'all finna be like, oh, I'm finna get on y'all ass. And I am. But unlike most niggas who gonna be like, this is what you need to fuck up at. And nah, bitch, I'm finna give y'all the real tea because your girl used to be out there fucking up shit. <laughs> I'm not even finna hold you. Yeah, I used to fuck up some shit, y'all. Let 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 these little feelings get hurt. Uh, let them get hurt, boo-boo. And it was hell on earth, bitch. It was, and I say it was hell on earth, bitch. It was hell on earth, bitch. I would have that I was out there trying to kill, but baby, I am not. Um, to begin with, let's start off by saying, bum, bum, bum. Just being completely honest, um, I really honestly want to start enjoying my, actually doing my podcast shit. So, there will be no more filters, no more gags, no more... Oh, how can I do this? We just gonna have fun. And if it make money, it make money. If it don't, it don't. Um, hopefully it do make money, but if it don't, cause I ain't got time to be trying to compete with bitches who've been doing this shit for years and years and years on end. And I feel like the only competition I got is my damn self. And um I actually got some shit I wanna say, so let's just get into it. Today's podcast is gonna be about like emotional intelligence and what does that look like, especially for black women. Because a lot of times we get told we too emotional and we all it is. And y'all, the fact that PMB Rock actually died and I seen that shit on Twitter, which was fucking awful, like there's no way in the fucking hell that I should be sitting there looking at, you know, these people get killed like this. Like, to me, like, I've always I've always loved, like, a good horror movie type shit. You know what I'm saying? But this shit right here, to be completely honest, is very, um, I just don't like it, to be honest. I don't. Um, I love a good horror show. I really love to see, like, actual deaths and shit like that. But to actually see somebody actively dying and y'all to be watching it, I don't know if it's just in the women or the men. But the way you hold up, let's just talk about the whole PNB Rock situation. The whole PNB Rock situation really hurt my heart. Because I'm not going to hold y'all. It was this dude, when I was in high school, he ended up getting stabbed and killed in the club. Niggas was went, was on live, bro, recording the whole incident. Not to have shit so they can have evidence to show to the police, but to show that they, that they had seen the death. I heard motherfuckers in a video talking about how they couldn't get back in the club and how it was unfair and how the club was ghetto. And whole entire time... The dude who I went to school with, even though he bullied me and knocked me out, <laughs> it hurt my heart to see that man die and dying. That man got stabbed several fucking times. Watching that PNB rock shit kind of gave that same elusive look because it's like, dog, this shit crazy. And I was like, oh. I get 
that we see trauma and shit like that and i really honestly want to say some shit but i can't because um i ain't trying to take penitentiary chances <laughs> but i've seen like people die in real life and at no point when i saw that did my mind say you know what let me go record these people um dying or some shit like that to me that shit was extremely traumatic and not only was it traumatic but that shit is scary you literally see somebody fighting for their life and you can say like oh well i don't see motherfuckers die it doesn't matter how many times you see somebody die if you've ever get if you've gotten to the point where death does not shake you nor move you and you're just sitting there comfortable and you're not really pressed or stressed about it i really feel like something's wrong with you and I really feel like you need to go figure out exactly what's wrong with you because ain't no way in the hell y'all should have that man body up there. But today's video is about emotional intelligence because I've seen a bunch of people talk about some how the girl felt like it was a setup and all this other stuff. And regardless of how the fuck you feel, we need to learn how to regulate our emotions. Because, yes, even though I was taken aback by that man's death, at no point in time did I think to go blame his um girlfriend or shit like that. And I get it. Like, he got kids and everybody got to see this shit and a whole bunch of other stuff. But at the end of the fucking day, like, y'all have to really be... I want to say get to it in y'all mind where y'all are no longer using this as an excuse to why y'all can't do some of the shit y'all... Like, I'm not going to hold you. When I saw Rashad die, because that's his, that's his name. When I saw Rashad die on live and I seen, like, the video get circulated online and I seen how it affected his best friend and everybody else, before it even, before it even affected anybody else, I was literally in there, boohoo tears, crying, because I was like, there's no way in the hell we should be sitting here watching this shit openly freely just talking like oh yeah it's not that that is awful shitty as fuck that shit hurt me and even just thinking about it because i can vividly see the shit i can literally see the live still in my head from when i first saw it and motherfuckers was sharing that shit over and over and over again like that shit hurt i'm not gonna hold y'all what I did not do is go out there and was like, oh, you niggas is wrong. And yeah, this was wrong with y'all niggas. I did not do none of that. I didn't do none of that. I even tried to give y'all the benefit of the doubt. Not finna hold y'all. I tried to say that y'all niggas didn't know no better. I tried coming up with excuses. Let me get you, make you some friends. Make you some friends. I I didn't say none of that shit. I literally send out condolences and I put my feelings aside, despite how the fuck I felt. I was respectful, and I let bygones be bygones. I didn't show up to the funeral. I didn't have anything nice to say, so I didn't say anything nice about him when he passed away. The same thing I did for my own. Like, not gonna hold you. When I seen my grandfather, or when I seen, not my grandfather, but my uncle, when I heard that he passed away, 
And as much as we was on bad terms, I just couldn't. You know what I mean? Like, I know if I was asked to go to... I know if I was asked to go to this funeral, I wouldn't have anything nice to say. So, therefore, I purposely didn't go. And when brought up, I sorted through my own feelings, like, privately. And not only did I sort through my feelings privately, but I allowed myself to feel whatever the fuck it was that I needed to feel. And I made peace with his death because that's not somebody who I kind of respected while he was here and I damn sure as fuck wasn't finna respect him when he wasn't there. And you can say, oh well, that's just wrong and that's bullying and that's a whole bunch of but it really isn't. Personally I don't give a fuck. Um but having emotional intelligence is being able to understand that You can feel a way, and you could think something is what it is, but as much as motherfuckers want to say that I have main character energy and shit like that, I still am aware of the other people surrounding. Sometimes I give a fuck, and sometimes I don't, depending on the circumstances, but as far as... Just being completely honest, like, as far as all this shit go, if we being completely and utterly honest, I feel like I had enough emotional intelligence not to be the Debbie Downer or the person that had so much to say. Like, well, like, even when they was telling me, like, about the situation in the family even if, even if I did, I didn't say anything because I understood that, yeah, I felt the same type of way. And, yeah, I have main character syndrome, according to some of y'all. But I just, I just couldn't do it. And it's not because I don't disrespect the dead. I honestly feel like however a nigga gets, want to be treated, that's how I'm going to treat a nigga, period. You know what I'm saying? If it's fuck me now, it's fuck me, it's fuck me forever. And it's fuck you too. But I knew for me, myself, and I, I, I literally took myself out the equation. I ain't asked when he got buried. I didn't ask none of that shit because it was, because I, I wasn't going to have nothing nice to say. But it grows back to my point of emotional intelligence. A lot of y'all will sit there and be like, oh, I want people who are emotionally available and all this other shit. And then y'all, the only emotions that y'all are able to show for is for yourselves. Y'all can't show up for nobody else. Y'all can't show up for this. And then when things don't go y'all way, the first thing y'all do is get upset. It took me a while, a long ass time to learn emotional intelligence. And I'm speaking to the black women. Because I just heard somebody who I fucking like talk about emotional intelligence. And she was sitting there talking about how she condoned the violence and shit like that. If you find out that your partner is doing you wrong. 
And as somebody who's just had a partner who's constantly been cheated on and been zogged out and lack of respect and things like that, I can tell you right fucking now, it's not all that is fucking cracked up to be. Y'all can say whatever the fuck, um... Y'all can say whatever the fuck y'all want to say. Y'all could, whatever, but baby. Hitting that man and going across that man's head is completely wrong. And as somebody who's actually put their hands on a nigga multiple times, when I got upset and had to learn how to dictate and ramble ramble through my emotions, because I ain't going to hold you. I remember, I remember a nigga put his hands on me. So I thought, if a nigga gonna put his hands on me, I'm gonna put my hands on the nigga first before he put his hands on me. So every time a nigga make me mad, he raise up, bitch, I raise up too, and I smack the fuck out of a nigga. I remember one day I was arguing with um, one of my exes. Um, one of the niggas put me on Pornhub. This I got mad, and I he was in my space, and I said, get the fuck out of my space. He backed up, and because I was so upset, I mushed his ass. This man mushed me back. With little to no force, my head hit the fucking glass. Damn near cracked the glass. That's how hard. That's how hard the nigga mushed me. That's how hard it felt. And the nigga got scared and said, "Oh my fucking gosh!" He said, "Get out the fucking car now! You made me put my motherfucking hands on you." Da 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 da. It was a fucking reflex. I didn't even want to do this shit. Da 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 da. And I'm sitting there trying to tell this nigga like, "Calm down, relax." You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't finally got it. Cause mind you, we both having a heated discussion. We both seeing red. We both getting upset. It took us to break up for us to regulate my emotions. Because I was like, I probably like, I'm about to swing on a nigga and shit like that. And even though I put my hands, like, I should have never put my hands on that man. That man should have never put his hands on me. Like, the fact that we both, like, that showed poor emotional regulation. I never wanted to get to that point again because... I was like, bro, like, what if he didn't have the will to stop? And what if I didn't have the will to stop? Like, what if I would have, like, really spassed out? And then I was like, damn, I would have been in jail because I would have did some other shit. And come to find out, after that moment, I started practicing emotional regulation because I was like, bro, I can't let somebody take me out my element. Bitches be like, oh, don't go through your nigga phone. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't Like, bro, if I got to go through your phone, I don't want to be with you. That's why I'm people. That's why I'm not saying I choose peace over violence. Motherfuckers are like, oh, you just choose it because it's no. I could have been a convicted felon, bruh, for some of the fights I've gotten into. Because there were real medical issues that had to go on outside of after I done got finished with some fights. Not for me, but for other bitches. Because, bitch, I may be pretty, but bitch, you can also catch these motherfucking hands, ho. And I will beat your ass politely. My family never gets to see this side because I try not to show this side to them because I feel like, you know, this is family. Like, you know, you say you say something in reserve, like you have a little patience. And it took me having patience and understanding and learning how to walk away peacefully from some from some situations. Because how I grew up, my family always and often handled shit with violence. It was it was never, oh, this is how the fuck you feel. It's always, oh, that's, what, that's, what, that's what's up. And you getting bop, 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 bop. Make it, make it, make it. Like, just beat the fuck up. So, for me, it took me a good little minute to learn emotional intelligence. 
it's not something I just woke up and was like, ooh, look at me being emotionally intelligent right now. Like, nah, that shit did not happen. It took me a minute to get here. And I'm not going to hold you. I actually love it over here. Um, I know I now have strong boundaries. I know how to say no. It's just a lot of stuff that I can do now that I can honestly say that if I had not practiced emotional intelligence, I probably would have been like, damn, this shit crazy. Because it's a lot that goes into it. Like, people often think, like, you're just this person who just is so emotionally intelligent and you have it all together and know you never get upset and you're this happy-go-lucky camper-ass bitch. And in reality, no the fuck I'm not. If I'm being... I, I am not the most emotionally intelligent motherfucker. Um, I don't like people like that sometimes. And yes, motherfuckers make me mad. But it took emotional intelligence because I used to lose jobs, bro. Because I used to get so mad. I used to lose jobs. I used to lose a whole bunch of other shit. And not only did I used to do lose a whole bunch of other shit, but I used to like not have shit. Because sometimes I spaz out and go so far. Like, I'm not going to hold y'all. I had a nigga cheat on me. And y'all can sit there and say whatever the fuck y'all want to say. But ain't shit fun about a nigga cheating on you. It's not. I'm not finna hold you. It's nothing fun about a nigga cheating on you. And you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. You can say, oh, it's this. I caught a nigga in 5K cheating on me. Like, there was no way this nigga could sit there and lie to me about how he she was cheating on me. Nigga was all night bullying me, bullying me. Went through went through my phone the whole entire night. I ain't even go through his phone. I went to sleep. This nigga still going through my phone using my motherfucking thumb print. Like I can't feel it. Talking about some oh your phone. You need to tell your hoes to get off your line. I said it's yours. Three four three four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, nigga arguing with me, holding me down. I'm trying to leave. The police trying to shoot me. You know how hard it was to control emotions? Because not only did I get cheated on, but I got cheated on in 5K, baby. It was no way I could lie to myself about this man not cheating on me. There was no way I could go sit there and go do it. Because guess what? He admitted to cheating. We got caught, admitted to cheating. And then we was like, yeah, I cheated. Now what? And that in itself hurts. Y'all, I knew where this man had his gun. I knew where this man had his knife, y'all. It took everything in me not to be one of them bitches that was on Snap. Like, I, my eyes did, like, that real twitch shit. So, when I say get y'all some emotional intelligence and some emotional... Which, like, know, like, know when you're done. Like, know when you've hit your limit and you have to walk away. And if you can't walk away, like, find you something to, like, ease your shit off. Knock it off, my guy. Like, for real. Because people often be like, oh, I feel like this, I feel like that. Most of y'all motherfuckers don't know what the fuck y'all want. And neither do y'all actually give a fuck about some of the shit that y'all claim that y'all say y'all want. Y'all literally sit there and the first thing y'all do is y'all go out there and y'all try so hard. It's for nothing. And y'all go out here and y'all do all of this shit. Y'all wild out, y'all do whatever the fuck it is that y'all feel like y'all, and then y'all be like, okay, well, I was just mad at this point in time. Like, I could get mad as I fucking want to, but if I destroy everything I have in a, in a fit of anger and rage, I can't be like, okay, well, let me go excuse this because it's okay. Like, I'm not finna hold y'all. 
I remember, I remember, y'all, I remember, I remember one day I got so mad, y'all, I wanted to sling my laptop across this, like, across the room with some other shit. Y'all, I was seeing fucking red. I can't tell y'all exactly what happened, but I seen some shit. I wanted to bust down, like, the whole thingy. I literally paused, stopped, and I thought, like, if I do everything that I wanted to do, right, which was, like, some heinous, wild, crazy shit, like, y'all motherfuckers, thank y'all, like, it was some big fuck shit that happened, too. Mind you, I'm sitting there, and I said to myself, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. And when I say it took a lot. out of me it just took a lot um I had to emotionally open up I had to figure out what exactly was wrong with me and I had to make some changes so I'm about to teach y'all how to do some shit I should say 1313 because I don't want y'all bitches going to jail for no dumb shit Especially not behind no nigga, not behind no fuck-ass job, not because life is beating your ass. Like, bruh, it's called life for a reason. If you can learn how to navigate this motherfucker and really, like, just get your shit together in it, I promise you, you'll be a happy-ass camper. And all these little stresses and worries that you have will be fucking gone in a way. So... The first thing that I did to learn how to regulate my emotions, I'm talking to the black women, is to realize that I had value, right? I had to realize that I was important. Not because the world put importance on me or gave me this un- unrealistic ass standard, but I had to realize that I don't have to spaz out. I ain't got to do no crazy shit to get my fucking point across. Because how I feel matters. Like, I gave myself self-importance and self-worth. Like, I was like, bruh. And at first, it started off with like, man, you too cute to be spazzing out over this shit. To, I know it sounds so shallow, but I started off with, you too cute to be stressed out about this shit. You wouldn't even make a great, I, I like, I literally had to joke myself out of certain situations because if not, y'all, I promise y'all, I would have been that person that would have just been there fighting and doing the fucking most when in reality, that's not what the fuck I wanted to do. It's not. I had to realize that there was value in my responses and and giving myself value, put value in my responses. And I would sit back and I think about some shit like, does this shit really deserve my response? And if so, what level of response does it need? Right? Because once I give myself some value, now my responses got value. Now I know that I'm just not just fucking nobody. And I kind of made myself like, I call it the main character syndrome. I don't know because I got um, Leo in my, soul, in, my, in my chart in a place where it's like how I deal with myself in my inner world. But yeah, like I literally was like, bruh, like I matter. So I don't have to spaz out like I don't matter. And 
I realized that, and then once, like, example, if I realized, like, I was in a place where I, where I wasn't valued or some shit like that, and it was something that I just couldn't let go, like, a job, because I needed it to pay my bills, or like, I would literally move in silence, like, you know how motherfuckers be like, oh, how you moving in silence, like, I literally, like, I literally started planning shit, I got me notebooks, I got me journals to self-regulate, I figured out what I wanted to do. Um, I started spending my time elsewhere. Like, I literally changed my environment that had me walking and spazzing out crazily where my life would either be elevated or be at the same exact fucking level and where it wouldn't be so problematic. And I made sure that it was a decision that financially fit me mentally and emotionally. So that took, so that means I had to step out of myself for 10 seconds and figure out, and I treated myself like a client, like, oh, if this was somebody who was somebody else, like, how would I treat this? Because I realized that as black women, we often have the superwoman cape on for everybody else except for ourselves. So I literally just took the superwoman cape off for everybody else and I put it on myself. And I looked at it like I was saving me from my from, from my own demise. I started taking breaks. I started to, like, stop coming to work more. Like, I stopped giving in extra and I gave myself room to feel whatever emotions that I would feel because I know that as black women, we have to be harder, stronger, better, and we held to this impossible fucking standard at times. And that's okay when the world sees it, but when we, it's not okay for us in our own interpersonal lives for us to be happy. I literally took my superwoman cape off and I said, I'm no longer saving nobody. I can't do it. And when people was like, oh, we expect this from you. Oh, well, you used to doing this. Okay, well, you don't have to find somebody else. If I wasn't getting respected and treated properly, bitch, I didn't give a fuck. I went home when I wanted to. I did what I needed to do. I've always had extra money. I picked up side gigs and I began to do shit that made me fucking happy. I stopped giving a fuck about what the world had to say about the shit that made me happy. And I get it. We're expected to show up, perform, outdo. If nobody's going to perform, we're expected to perform still. And I know that. And I know it because it gets tiring. It gets old fast as fuck. Nobody wants to be dependent on all the time with no, with no, with no thank yous. No, I appreciate it. I literally moved, removed myself from the surroundings that had me stressed the fuck out. And whether that was family, friends, associates, like, I literally left my family at 21. Found my own foot in the world. And I'm not finna hold you. That shit was hard. Because I ain't never had no job for real. And y'all can say I been spoiled, but... Nah, I had been so used to taking care of people. Like, it took a lot of stuff. (laughs) And the journey itself is worth it because it wasn't no overnight thing. I ain't just become, like, emotionally regulated now to where it's like, ah, man, what you call it? Nah, like, I literally had to keep my emotions in check. Because some police officer had a gun in my head and was ready to shoot at me. And I was so afraid to move that it took a black police officer to say, not today, put it away. We're not doing that. And a police officer had to make the nigga take me back inside the house. And even then, when I got inside, 
I wasn't allowed to cry and I wasn't allowed to spaz out because he was going there. So I had to regulate my emotions. I had to wait and endure shit. Then I had to get up and go to work. When I went home that day, I cried. Y'all, I cried so hard. I cried the hardest that I possibly could have. Actually, I didn't even cry that day. I think I cried like two days later. I cried. And I took myself to a place where I thought I would never go to. And I told myself that I needed time to figure out what I wanted emotionally. And at the time, I still wanted a nigga I know. Ironic, dumbass me. Like I said, I was working on emotional regulation, all right? Self-esteem was another issue that needed to be worked on. And I can say now, after working on my self-esteem, all this other shit, like, I feel like a better black woman. I no longer give a fuck what most of y'all niggas think about me. That's why I promote my OnlyFans. Like, it is what it is. I say whatever the fuck I want to say on my podcast. I'm kinder to myself. I love me. I'm respectful towards me. Um... I show up for myself in times when I don't even think I need to show up for myself. Um, I try to be the most authentic version of myself. And when I show up, I show up and I give raw. Not because it's her, but because emotionally, I've been balanced. I ain't going to say that way in relationships because... Y'all niggas be trying it, and sometimes I be wanting to say, get the fuck out of my face, Kevin. But I don't. I'm not finna hold y'all. I don't. Um, but, um, I literally, like, I literally emotionally regulate now, so I don't ever spaz out again. Not so I don't ever spaz out again, but because I feel like Anytime I've ever emotionally spazzed out is when I feel like I wasn't being heard or respected. And anytime I've ever had a breakdown and felt like it's like now I have to do all of this shit and it, it would exhaust me because I was always overexerting more energy than I had to. So emotionally, I stopped putting myself in situations and I started going off principle and figuring out shit as it went. Like we like I have a lot of earth signs and shit like that immature i'm not gonna hold y'all so it makes me real what's the word i'm looking for it makes me real um it just makes me real stubborn at times but then i realized like bruh sometimes you gotta and just, like, go with the flow. Like, sometimes the job isn't fucking worth it. Sometimes that relationship ain't worth keeping. Sometimes shit ain't worth just having in your life. And you could be, in, you could really enjoy it. Like, I recently had to cut off a homegirl. And I, and I really thought, like, sis was that girl. I personally didn't want to do it. But I knew I had to. Because if I didn't, then I would sit there and I would be a fraudulent ass bitch. And then I'd be sitting here not having no emotional control and regulation because I would have felt like I had to go compete and argue with no, like I don't do that shit no more. And it's not because I think I'm above it. It's because I don't like that type of stress on me. I don't like to feel like I gotta 
I gotta fucking people please and bend over backwards just to go get some shit like that. Cause just same way her feelings matter, my feelings matter too. And I can't be like, oh man, I gotta do this because I don't want her to get mad or I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. And y'all can say whatever the fuck y'all want to say. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and fucking done, I don't. I don't think y'all realize it, but, um, but being at peace emotionally is a lot better than losing your shit and taking penitentiary chances. Cause I'm not going to hold y'all. When I get upset, I get big mad. Because for me, myself, and I, I don't really fuck with nobody. I like to be to myself, lay back, all this other shit. But as far as sitting there and... Nah, 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 bitch, it would rain in hell. I don't want to do it. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't like it. I want y'all hoes to, you know, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I just, I just don't want to take no type of raw type of chances because i couldn't control my emotions because i've seen bitches and y'all horror stories where y'all be like oh yeah i got something that i spassed out and then i beat everybody ass and then but guess what you doing 25 to life because you killed little such and such and now not only you yeah you got opposite enemies because you just couldn't walk away from somebody i get it like it's hard sometimes it's real real hard to leave a situation especially when you in love you want to give a fuck or you trying to show and you trying to prove but sometimes some shit you just can't show and prove for and no matter how hard you show and prove no matter how hard you try no matter how hard you work with somebody no matter how hard you try to be a friend no matter how hard you try to i say 7 11 and make a wish no matter how hard you try to i say no matter how hard you try to do all this other shit like it will never be enough That's my whole thing. Y'all be sitting there with a whole bunch of stuff to say. And for me, myself, and I, just being completely honest, I realized that once I realized that, you know what, how I feel matters. And what I want matters. And once I realized, like, you know what, I got shit that I can actually lose. And I actually put value on the shit that I had. Like, it wasn't the job. It wasn't the, oh, it wasn't the that. It was literally just put emphasis on my life. Like, do like like do I care to live a happy, carefree life where I can find me another nigga and I might just get my feelings hurt? Like I can like if I tell y'all the situations I done been put in and where emotional intelligence has fucking saved me, y'all would have fucking what you call it. Cause I could I could literally tell y'all right now. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. I've had a moment where people have actually wanted to seek out revenge for me. And if I didn't have the emotional intelligence, I probably would have been behind bars. They probably would have been behind bars. I probably would have had to live with the guilt of me knowing that a couple of niggas who done thought it shit was sweet and funny and brazy around here probably would have had to go fucking, would have probably had to come and see me. 
and not and not in a way that they think that they would have had to see me it would have been on some real disrespectful fuck you as you gotta see me type shit and you can say whatever the fuck you want to say you can say oh that's not the case or oh that's not this and oh that's not that but if i'm being completely and utterly fucking honest I really honestly wanted all the smoke and I wanted to be the bitch's ass. Most of y'all will sit back and y'all be like, oh, well, it's not that bad. It was... It's not that bad to you, my guy. I want to beat your ass, my nigga. It's up and it's stuck. I don't fucking fuck with you when I don't fucking like you. And um, y'all motherfuckers can sit there and say whatever the fuck y'all want to say. Y'all can argue. Y'all could tussle. Y'all could do whatever the fuck. But bitch, it will not be me. It won't be me. I don't have it in me to pretend. I don't have it in me to give a fuck. I did, and I damn sure as fuck don't have it in me to sit here and play dumb with you niggas. Not anymore. I've learned emotional intelligence, and that shit takes me out of a place where I can look past the disrespect and the funny shit y'all be trying to be on. I can look past a bunch of, a whole bunch of other shit. My manager is fucking a passive-aggressive ass bitch who wants to fucking take me out of my fucking element. But because I have emotional intelligence, I can see directly what the shit that she does. Do I sit there and argue with her? No. Do I go sit there? No. Because no, it's just a fucking job. I can always find another fucking job. But what I will not be doing for this white woman is giving her a chance to either blacklist me for the company, fuck up my money, and do a whole bunch of other shit. I really look at shit like a risk versus rewards type shit. Like, when it comes down to my sneaky links, as much as I love some of their sex sometimes, because that shit is fucking mind-blowing, and my partners that I choose now are actual tentative lovers and lovers who have to meet me and have to actually get me there in order for me to come back around. Bitch, my sex life is fucking phenomenal, but my sneaky links are not at times. And I really do, I really do a risk versus reward type shit. And I was like, is this nigga worth me, like, fucking around with? Is this nigga worth me getting an STD for? Is this nigga worth me, like, copping out? Is this nigga worth me doing some shit? And if it's not, I do not put big emphasis in either. Do I try to make it work with a nigga? I don't even fucking show up for a nigga. And it's not because I don't want to, but it's because I just am not, it's just not in me to fucking do. I'm not going to argue with a nigga. I'm not going to go back and forth with a nigga. I'm not going to say, hey, this is a problem with it. You will never have to worry about me doing that shit with a nigga. Whole reason being is because I don't like doing that shit. I don't like arguing. I don't like going back and forth. I don't like telling niggas what I don't want to do. I don't like telling niggas. Like, no. It's common fucking sense. Like, literally. One of my sneaky links was like, oh, I said, you know the fucking rules of engagement? And emotionally, he wanted me to react and have this over-the-top thingy. And I know because he literally was like, after I was just like trying to get a response out of me. And I said, is this nigga really worth getting a response out of? Is he worth me exerting energy? And I was like, fuck no. Niggas are fucking replaceable. They come and they fucking go. And if I wanted a nigga back, it's nothing to get a nigga back. And it's not me being conceited. It's just me putting putting the wrist right this world. Like the fuck I look like, the fuck I look like cursing a nigga out because he because he can't listen. He just won't be fucking me no more. Plain and simple. He can't listen. He can't fuck me. My job pissed me the fuck off. I literally started looking for other motherfucking jobs. 
I didn't I didn't go back and forth with the manager. I didn't say you bitch got me fucked up. Nah. Mm-mm. Because why am I not finna fuck up my money? I got bills that need to be paid. My bills need to be paid in full, bitch. And when I say paid, paid in fucking full. Not paid partially, not paid somewhat, but paid in motherfucking full. When I say my baby, when I say my bills need to be paid in full, bitch, my bills need to be paid in full, bitch. When I say like, nah, I don't argue with my sugar daddies because they're replaceable. I don't, I don't go back and forth with niggas who don't fuck with me. Why? Because that shit is draining. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, it's a lot of shit that I will do, but it's a lot of shit that I won't do. Why? Because the risk doesn't hit the reward. Like, honestly, when I first started with my what you call it, I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I'll take that. Uh, uh. I really did. Like, I know a lot of y'all are like, what? Y'all. I really look at risk versus reward and shit type shit, especially with my emotions. Because, like I said, I established value to how the fuck I felt and my reactions to certain things. With that being said, if I if I reestablish these things, right, and I get this whole crazy, you know, what you call it type shit, and I have it in my mind exactly, like, how I want to live... And because I matter and I'm the most important thing in my life because I'm being self-full and not selfish, I've come to the realization that I don't give a fuck about half the shit that you motherfuckers swear that y'all want me to give a fuck about. And it's not because I don't care. It's it's just the fact that it's okay. And it's all right. For me to feel and have me say so. So with that being said... That's the end of the podcast. I hope you guys are practicing emotional intelligence because, you know, it's nice. And that's just the podcast. So, if you fuck with it, gang, 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 welcome. Tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend. Make sure you subscribe. And that's just it.